when I first started thinking about this idea on wounds and wonders, I wanted to write a track that sort of like created a sense of mystery, a sense of awe around this whole idea. But behind this idea is a lot, a lot is packed into these two words, wounds and wonder. And I don't know if you've ever read Harry Potter and the Order of Phoenix, but at the very end of this like incredible novel by JK Rowling, Dumbledore makes this humbling confession to Harry. He says, but I forgot another old man's mistake that some wounds run too deep for the healing. I thought Professor Snape could overcome his feelings about your father. I was wrong. I love the way in this moment, this scene, that J.K. Rowling sort of raises the awareness of our wounds and of our constant ongoing need for healing and about the consequences that our wounds have when we are wounded, we treat other people in different ways, often wounding them as well. And the word wound, it makes me think of injuries and hurts, ruptures and afflictions. Wounds, they steal life, don't they? And then on the other side of this incredible paradox, there's the word wonders. And St. Augustine in his incredible classic spiritual autobiography, The Confessions, writes this, Men go forth to wonder at the heights of mountains, the huge waves of the sea, the broad flows of river, the vast compass of the ocean, the courses of the stars, and they pass themselves without wondering. I love this quote that St. Augustine can name the wonders of seas and rivers and oceans and mountains, but then sort of like pull us up short when we think about the wonder that exists within the human heart, within the wonder of the human mind, our imaginations, our memory. The word wonder makes me think of awe, amazement, curiosity. Wonder gives life. Wonder inspires. Wonder stirs our imaginations, our memories. Wonder fills us with possibilities. When I think about these two words together, wounds and wonders, I can't help but think about that human life is made up of them both. We can't avoid the reality of being hurt or betrayed by loved ones or the stunning beauty of sunrises and sunsets. And that's just the beginning. Wounds and wonders are everywhere, aren't they? Terry Hargrave, in his book, Restoration Therapy, helps us think about wounds and wonders by introducing us to family systems theory. Family systems theory suggests that human beings are like icebergs. 90% of an iceberg is underwater, and only the tip of an iceberg, remain, the remaining 10%, is seen. Like an iceberg, our undersides are enormous and determine the stability of our topsides. Each one of us is a unique mixture of family, culture, and tradition. Family systems theory teaches us that from our earliest experiences, we've been asking and answering two important questions. Am I loved and am I safe? The answer to these questions causes us to live in distinctive patterns. When we experience life as unsafe, when we feel unloved, we develop coping strategies that lead us to further pain, shame, and hiding. And then we inflict others with that same sense of pain, shame, and hiding. This is what I call this movement of wounds. 
when our experience of life is safe, when we feel loved and we develop deep connections with others and we develop peace, we develop vulnerability and authenticity, we are able to sort of soar in this life. This is what I call the movement of wonder. But here's the real anomaly. Here's the real puzzle to me of all this wounds and wonder talk is that no one escapes the reality of pain, shame, and hiding because we all have experienced to one degree or another lovelessness and insecurity. Our lives can often feel like this never-ending battle of hide-and-seek. We all find ways to hide from deep connections with one another. And I, I really wondered when I was thinking through this project, is there any hope? We are these sort of like incredible beings that carry within our body wounds and wonders. And I think this sort of paradox, this wildness about being human is why Reinhold Niebuhr wrote, man is his own most vexing problem. Isn't that a great quote? Do you find yourself often being this sort of vexing problem? This person of great hope and possibility and this person that also carries with himself this shadow side, this despair inside. This led me when I first started writing these poems and thinking through what it would mean to think through this on wounds and wonder dilemma to ask some questions. I wanted to ask, how do we find healing from the wounds that sabotage us so we can experience the wonder that is everywhere? Is it possible for us to sort of overcome this woundedness, this continuing affliction uh, upon ourselves and others and just experience the wonder that it is to be human, to have a beating heart, to look at the sunrises and the sunsets. But my question I realized as I continued writing sort of had this sort of false duality about it, this false dichotomy that somehow I could get away from all the wounds that haunted my life and just live in this sort of blissful, perfect state of wonder. And I realized that that's not possible being human. So when I finally figured this out, I started to ask a different question. And my question was, how do we learn to be fully alive, to be fully human with all our wounds and wonders, that maybe there is a way of being human that embraced it all, all the messiness of my insecurities, my inadequacies, my lovelessness, coupled with all that beauty, all that sense of divine worth that is like surging within me. And so I couldn't stop thinking about this incredible dichotomy that I'm calling on wounds and wonder. And I realized that that neighborhoods across the world deal with this dilemma all the time. That how you relate to your neighbor, how you relate to uh, the mailman, the post person, the coming and goings of your day, that we have a bigger question to ask in our society is, can these wounds and wonders among us all become one body? So I started to take my question from an individual level to a huge communal societal level. So then uh, as I started to write, for some strange reason, when I thought about all this, I imagined this train station and I imagined all the comings and goings and all the hopes and aspirations in each person in the train station. And that's why I wrote this first track, just to raise these questions, just to sort of begin this album with a question, can these wounds and wonders become one body? Here's the track. I hope you love it. P. 
people say hello and goodbye at Union Station. People are coming and going, beginnings and endings. Some shake hands, others hug, a few cry, but the lucky ones, the lucky ones always kiss. As I wait for a friend, the commotion of trains and people are my unavoidable diversion. A small child is screaming over his dropped ice cream cone. On his cheeks, a new flavor of chocolate and tears. A man is more attentive to the vibration of his phone than the voice of his wife. A wedding party strides through the station like royalty. A gray-haired woman embraces her daughter's baby and in teeny ears hums a lullaby. A student dressed in black with a single bag sits weeping. A soldier kisses his daughter after years of only screens. A young woman waves at mom and dad and boards a train west. A homeless man tells his story for a cup of coffee. As I wait for my friend, I'm astonished by the gravity of being human. Desires and disappointments, the ache of longing, histories, possibilities, the sweat of striving, the bowing, the bending, endless uncertainty. Aren't we flesh and bones? Wounds and wonders in motion, sometimes free and other times tethered. The angst of our neighborhoods reflected at Union Station. Flesh and bones connect and disconnect. Diverse histories clash and kiss. Complex mysteries of turmoil and havoc. Can these wounds and wonders become one body. As I wait for my friend, I listen. Everything speaks and I hear. Write these poems, poems of wounds and wonders. <laughs>